Welcome to BitFaced. One thing that Tyler and I don't ever get to do anymore because we're never in the BitCave, are we? Almost never. Almost never anymore. Um, we never get to do anything really current. We have to be very conscious about stuff. Now, granted, we had Andy from Movie Camp here. We got to talk about the Star Wars trailer immediately after it launched, pretty much. But that episode doesn't come out until till Wednesday. So it wasn't really fresh because of our wonderful end of April weather here in Colorado Springs. We were not able to do our regularly scheduled episode this week, which will be, of course, rescheduled. But Tyler and I have not missed a Wednesday in this entire year of 2017. And I'll be damned if we're going to miss this one. So we decided to sit down tonight for a little bit. This will probably be a little bit shorter episode of BitFace, to be fair. But Tyler and I kind of wanted to talk about some current events, I guess, mainly in the realm of video games, uh, kind of what's going to be going to be going on. Another thing we really don't get to do anymore. We're never in the big cave. Number one, we never get to talk about video games. Number two, and, and we never get to do hostfuls anymore. And and to be fair, it's technically not a hostful, I guess, because Rebecca isn't here. This is like original bit faced now, isn't it? We'll call these OG hostfuls. This is an OG bit-faced episode yeah so i hope you know you guys strap in we're about to go back to kind of back to where we started before we jump into video games did you hear what the budget was for both in avengers affinity war movies <laughs> oh my god no but i would have to guess like something ridiculous like a billion dollars that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> i was just guessing that based on the fact that i think you told me uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s was like 250 million of that. Yeah, so Iron Man gets a fourth. You have to figure that at least 50% to 60% of that budget is cast, right? Absolutely. Look at all the names that we have. Yeah. I mean, they're they're paying Star-Lord. They're paying Black Panther. They're paying Captain America. They're paying Doctor Strange. You got to have Ant-Man. Black Widow. Black, you're paying the rest of the Avengers and the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. You're paying Spider Man. Yeah, it's a big, that's a big budget, but that's a big I, bill. And I don't for, think Disney's worried about it. Oh no, they'll easily get that back. I mean, not only get that back, but I don't think I think if that movie made a dollar, it would still make up a billion in toy sales. Or both movies, to be fair. It's a billion for both. It's not a billion for yeah, the first it's one. It's for both parts. Because they're pulling a they're pulling a Back to the Future 2 and 3. They're going to shoot them at the same time. I think, actually, they're shooting now. That, I think, I appreciate. Because if you don't, if you wait until the next one is ready to be released, everyone's going to have to be like, even like an episode of BitFace, well, what did we do? What did we talk about? Just us trying to cut an episode in two or three days, let alone trying to edit a whole film, it would be crazy. I don't know. I appreciate that. I think it's going to lead to a better series of movies. And a lot of people are speculating that this is going to kind of be the end of this chapter, that we might have some some long-term death. 
we might have some, you know, somebody else might be Captain America. It might not be Steve Rogers anymore. So I'm kind of curious to see where they take the story. And is this really going to be kind of an ending? And then, I mean, you have to think about it. Number, they're going to make these movies forever. Yeah, they're not done. So they're going to have to recast gonna... Cap and Iron Man and Hulk and Thor at some point, correct? Yeah, people get old. Also, people you have to pay. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I, I think that's interesting. Are they going to kind of put a seal and say this was, you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe Alpha or something, and then just go into a whole different cinematic universe? Or are they going to, you know, kill like you said, Captain America and bring in the the girl who's now Captain America in the comic books. How are they going to continue it or do it? I read an article though, that there's a lot of backlash to Marvel kind of feminizing, not feminizing. That's a bad way to put it, but they really did kind of, Hey, you like Thor? Here's girl Thor. Hey, you like spider man? Here's spider Gwen. Here's Gwenpool. I love spider Gwen though. But kind of, I mean, think about it for a second. No, they did. Almost all of their characters have received a female counterpart. Even Wolverine. Yeah. There's, I think there's an iteration of an X-Men book right now where X-23 is Wolverine, correct? Yeah, and that... <sighs> I don't have a problem with it. The article I read... <clears throat> excuse me. The article I read alluded to the fact that Marvel was losing... Sales, comic book sales. Now, Marvel's not losing any fucking money, but no. comic comic book money that a lot of, I guess, the hardcore fans want them to go back to the roots. Comic books have always kind of done this, though. Isn't there kind of a, hey, let's try something new for a couple years, and then, oh, let's reset it. Let's try something new. Let's reset it. Yeah, and Marvel is kind of doing a reset back to their original numbering as well. I forget what they're calling it, but there's a new uh, Marvel, like, like prime or something that they're going back to their original numbering. So they're trying to continue on from there. They've done, we've seen this before. They did yeah. the ultimate universe. DC did the new 52, which now doesn't exist, but still kind of does. It, it does as like a sub universe of the new, what's it called? Uh, reboot or something. DC rebirth rebirth. Yeah. And so it's weird. I don't know. The thing is, that's what I like about DC is, is they mess with, you know, universes so much that their alternate universes actually are part of their main universes, but sort of, and in this way, things get erased. And so they always have, have a story about all of it. Whereas like, like you said, Marvel ultimate and some of those other ones are just entirely rewritten versions of them. But you could argue that who's to say they aren't just an alternate universe. So I picked up some comics this past week, and I, I can't wait to, to dive back into them. It's rare that I, I get to read as much anymore with, I mean, shit between the podcasts, and I kind of have to play a couple video games to keep up with, with those so I can speak intelligently about them. I have to watch movies. I have to watch television. Comics kind of get left by the wayside, but I did pick up a couple X-Men trades, newer ones that yeah. I'm looking forward to diving into. I really am curious to read X-Men 92, the one based on the comic book series or yeah. the television series on, the television on Fox. Series, yeah. You'll have to let me know how it is. I, You're welcome to borrow it. Thank you. I will, actually. I just recently loaded probably like 20 gigs of uh, IDW comic books and uh, different kinds of uh, uh, sub-category <laughs> comic books onto my Like phone. indie books. Yeah, indie books. Um, because I... I I realized at some point that I purchased a ton of them on Humble Bundle for a very low price. 
and I completely forgot about it. And I just looked at my phone and I was like, holy shit, I should download all of these and read them. So I've gotten back into it. I'm starting with the uh, the Lock and Key series, which I think Nick or Dylan will probably both rave about. Um, Eli will, too. And in fact, I have the first two volumes myself and I've read them. And it's really good. I think you'll enjoy it. In fact, maybe I'll revisit them and we'll talk about them next time we get together. Well, next time after Saturday. Yeah. I have uh, I have all six and then all three of the additional books. So likewise, you are free to read them. They are digital but I could put them on your computer or something if you want. I don't have a problem reading digital comics, and I thought I really would have beef with it, but I, I like it. It's So they've done it in a lot of different ways now where like you can get them in a format that will actually shift through and zoom into certain panels, and I like that a lot. I've seen that. That's a very interesting way to read it. Yeah, and even just reading it as a normal digital comic book I think it's fine too because, you know, it makes it easier to not bend my pages. It makes it easier to enjoy the experience without worrying that I'm devaluing my collection. Now, can I, I, I know I can see it as, as the page is intended. Can I, I can also just flip panels without the special effects, right? If I just want to go panel, 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 panel. Yeah, I think you can. That's how I, I prefer to read it a panel at a time, kind of tricking it. So that's how my eyes would normally see it, even though I cheat totally. Yeah. I mean, when you open up a big splash page, you can't help but not see, yeah, not see the art exploding. <laughs> Just look around. But it kind of brings what a, all going on. Yeah, it kind of brings some suspense. Yeah, back to to reading comics. I think so. On this same note, I heard a very interesting theory today about the DC Cinematic Universe. This is not my theory. I am going to give credit where credit is due to Mark Bernard, Mark Bernardin. Kevin Smith's co-host on Fat Man on Batman. Okay. And I'm going to lay it out to you kind of like he did. I'm not paraphrasing. Oh, I am paraphrasing him. I'm not quoting him at all. But okay. So we have a Justice League movie coming out. We have an Aquaman movie coming out. Flash movie that was announced. Yeah, probably gone. Cyborg movie that was announced. Yeah, probably gone. In its place, we have a Joss Whedon written, possibly directed Batgirl film and we have a Nightwing film. We also have an upcoming standalone Batman film. Is DC giving up on the Zack Snyder verse and saying, you know what? We've got Batman and we've got all Batman's people. Why don't we do a Batverse? I think that's an interesting way to look at it. And I mean, what other way could they go with it? Which ones did you say they're they're scrapping? They're scrapping Cyborg. And Flash. And Flash. If they had done it kind of reverse, and if they had kept Cyborg and done like Nightwing, they could have branched into at some point like a, t- a Titans movie. That could have been cool. I'm also hearing that whereas they were very confident we were getting a Green Lantern film, they're laying off of that. I think Snyder's films aren't doing as well as they thought they would. And so to pull over Joss Whedon, who did incredible in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, now people know that, and they're going to say, that I'm interested in. And so wherever they go with it, I think they're going to do big things. Now, DC has made money. I think they're pissed off about Suicide Squad makes $800 million, worst-reviewed movie of the year, or one of. 
Yeah. Worst superhero superhero reviewed movie of the year, correct? And not even well, I don't know, Batman versus Superman. They both double <laughs> double barrels for full of shit there. But they both made a lot of money. Sure, because people DC has something going for it where people want them to finally make a good goddamn movie and they just can't deliver on it yet. Besides the Batman, you know, the uh the Nolan films name another really good DC live action cinematic movie recently. I mean, I'd say Superman two was really good. I mean, some of the original Batman movies were good. Oh, I recently. Yeah. You're talking recent, like Nolan forward. Oh, Nolan forward. Then, then I can't name one. Yeah. I didn't like uh, man of steel that much. I didn't like Superman returns. I didn't like Batman versus Superman and Batman versus Superman. And see, now I can't ever remember what cast I've talked about this on, but it gets worse with every viewing, not better. I still need to watch the rated R. I have it if you want to borrow it. Yeah, we should sit down and watch it sometime just for, you know, cast review. (laughs) I don't know if I want to sit through it. I understand your trepidations. Although it did make me really hyped for another DC movie coming out because the best part of that whole movie was Wonder Woman just slamming down and just like the music goes crazy. That was the best part of that whole movie. Do you think Wonder Woman is getting the the hype it deserves? We're a month from launch, and I'm sure you saw the meme, and I know you saw the newspaper article where they called her a Marvel hero. The cover, cover of this paper, and I wish I had the paper's name so I could uh, so I could shit all over them here because, good God, you're telling me... Steve in the mailroom didn't see that go past copy edit and couldn't couldn't tell you that maybe Wonder Woman is not only a DC character, but probably the most iconic or one of the most iconic DC characters. There's a reason she's in the Trinity. There's yeah. a reason she stands next to Superman and Batman. Batman. Yeah. Wow. No, I haven't seen that. That's really I'll send funny. it to you. I, I know I copied it. Maybe the reason that went out and went through and why someone even thought that out of paper was because they're like, wow, this looks so quality that it must be a Marvel movie. I hope it's, and we've said this before too, but I really hope it's, it's good. I need DC to, to do something. And I know we've said this before, but Jesus, just have your animated crew (laughs) make a live action film, please. Definitely. And uh, before we go completely full barrel into video games, whatever studio owns G.I. Joe said they're going to remake G.I. Joe and they're going to remake G.I. Joe for millennials. As a millennial, Tyler, what does millennial G.I. Joe look like to you? I'm so sad that I fall in with millennials. Why? But you are a millennial, right? If we were to sit down and do the math, I'm Gen X and you're a millennial, correct? Isn't there like a a Gen Y or something? There is a Gen Y, but I think you miss it, buddy. Can't I fall in with them? (laughs) Can't it be like before 1990? I get that at least. Uh, They said they really want fans and people that have never seen the G.I. Joe property before to take a a head whip. To like, whoa, that's G.I. Joe now? Wow. Now, I'm going to remind them. and Hasbro, I think, still owns the license. I know a studio. I think, is it Paramount that owns G.I. Joe? Anyway, I don't know. Hasbro. Now, let me let me let me send this directly out to Hasbro real quick. I'm going to take the mic here for a second. Okay, because I I think I know what Millennial GI Joe is going to look like, and I'll I'll tell you after you're done. Hasbro, or, 
Okay. Or do you want to go first? Yeah. Real quick, just because this might influence what you're going to tell Hasbro. Millennial G.I. Joe is basically going to be like if you take the episode, the PC episode (laughs) of South Park, and then you mix it with like socialist Captain Planet, and then you have G.I. Joe. (laughs) I think that's a fair assessment. And I'm just going to say Hasbro. I remember back in the early mid now nah, mid mid 90s you did something called GI Joe Extreme nobody wants to see punk rock GI Joe chugging mountain dew sky surfing listening to the newest CC DeVille single nobody nobody wants that Hasbro you have the chance here you have the chance there's been so many good G.I. Joe comic books. In fact, I think Warren Ellis did some amazing work on G.I. Joe, and I can't remember whether it was animated or in book. You have the opportunity to stay really true to the characters, but really make it, you know, make it make it something new. But when you put the label millennial on something and you expect anyone, Tyler included, who is a fucking millennial, <laughs> to take it seriously, nobody wants that. I mean, let me ask you, Tyler, if I walked up to an 18-year-old on the street today, would they even know what the fuck G.I. Joe was? Now, granted, there was a movie in, like, what, 08, 09? There's been two. Yeah, there's been two. The but Rock was in one, so maybe they would know it from The Rock? I mean, first off, I haven't even seen those movies. So... You need to watch the first one. Yeah, it looked cool. They had those, like, suits, and they could run around and shoot rockets and stuff. I don't know. It looked interesting, but it looked... Like they were trying to follow on the backs of Transformers <laughs> and make, you know, G.I. Joe Transformers kind of style movie. It's way better than the Transformers movie. The first one. The first the Transformers? C- no, no, no. The first G.I. Joe movie is better than the first Transformers movie. Wow. By leaps and bounds, in my opinion. But I hate the first Transformers movie. The second G.I. Joe movie might be worse than all of the Transformers movies. Wasn't great. There were some good sequences. Really pissed me off, though. They killed off half the fucking team in the first five minutes of the movie because I guess they didn't want to pay Channing Tatum, but they Uh, were willing to pay the Bruce... They're willing to pay Bruce Willis and The Rock. Holy shit. I don't know. I don't don't think 18-year-olds nowadays would know who G.I. Joe is. That's why why would you want a millennial's take? They're not going to know red and blue lasers, and they're not going to know, like, G.I. Joe, first off, has lots of good moral values, and they follow a lot of stuff like that. So what are you accomplishing by by making a millennial reboot of G.I. Joe? I think if you watched the, I think it's 09, if you watch the 09 G.I. Joe, your first reaction is going to be, they already made the millennial G.I. Joe. Go back and watch this one. Okay. It is it is reverent to a lot of things I love about the comic books, but they took a lot of liberty with it, like they do with, with the Marvel movies. Okay. They just happened to really take a lot of good pieces in Marvel and make them all work. And G.I. Joe, nah, a couple of the pieces really didn't work. That's fair. Sticking with uh, things that I loved as a child and things that your child loves, Forza 3, Horizon, Forza Horizon 3, DLC, Hot Wheels. 
<laughs> so in, listen, listen to this in two ways. Titus loves that because he's that's one of the few games we've gotten him to sit down and play and sit down and play. Well, wait till he gets like thirty or so islands interconnected with orange tracks and loops and official Hot Wheels cars. Official Hot Wheels cars coming to Horizon. I want to say at the end of the week. Holy shit! If it's not if it's not this Friday, it's next Friday. But it's very soon. Oh, wow, I'm actually really stoked about that. Like that may seem weird, but like because they've made Hot Wheels games and they're not great, and like a ton of things like that. But you throw them on the Forza Horizon Three platform and physics engine with the graphics, and that sounds like san francisco rush on steroids (laughs) you know with as much thought they put into not only the main game by the way besides uncharted 4 it was my favorite game last year how much thought they put into the first dlc which completely took you out of australia up into the snow and introduced brand new physics there imagine what the developers are going to do with the hot wheels name They've already said you can go, you can do upside down loops and shit. That completely changes. You want to talk about a DLC that's worth your 20 bucks? I can't think of one better than this. I want to sit down and play it with you. I will, in fact, uh, we'll be able to play it, I hope, Friday night. If not, we'll play it after uh, after free comic book day Sweet on Saturday. Good seg to that. If you are one of the people, and I know you're out there that listens to the show when it pops on Wednesday mornings at 10 o'clock, except when we're late which we apologize for but normally wednesday at 10 a.m you're able to get your your bit phased so we will be at kapow here in colorado springs on saturday we will be recording all day it will not only be me it will not only be tyler it will not only be rebecca but doug from project challenge will also be there we're going to kind of be switching on and off the mics doing whatever we want to do having a lot of fun it's a six hour taping session we know almost everyone at kapow we're there to have a blast should we, at this point, is it just Doug from Project Challenge? Has anyone brought this up yet? What do you mean? What do you think? Oh, that I'm also on Project Challenged? Nope. What are Project Challenged and BitFace doing together? Or does Doug want us to wait? I don't know what you're talking about. I think you do. We're all in a chat. Oh, no, no, no. We're not going to talk about that yet. Okay. Sounds good. Um, secrecy yeah no we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that yet because uh, that's there's still a lot of other pieces we need to work out tons but now people are anticipating what's going on i have gotten a couple messages cool about what is this and i've, I've had to tell people uh you know what it's up. yeah just hold up but no D- doug will be there rebecca will be there one of the amazing reasons we're going to be there, uh, number one, Kapow invited us. Fantastic. I mean, when you get an invite from Kapow, you don't turn that shit down. Number two, Cap for Kids is going to be there. And you guys know how involved we are with Cap for Kids. We've talked about it a lot on the podcast, but I'm going to give it a minute right now. Everyone out there has disposable income. Support a charity that does some good. If you sat down with Rebecca, I know you want to sit down with Rebecca, but if you sat down with Sterling, for 15 minutes and let him talk to you about his charity. Let Rebecca talk to you about the charity. Hell, come talk to me about the charity, and I'll tell you why it's near and dear to my heart. Kaffir Kids, they're they're wonderful people. We're lucky enough to have Rebecca as one of our co-hosts here. But when it comes to the grand scheme of things, guys, 
throw a little money cat for kids way switch your amazon over i mean that's the easiest thing in the world to do throw a couple throw a couple pennies to cat for kids well that's what i was gonna say like everyone no matter if you have disposable income or not you still buy things for yourself and some of that money can go to cap for kids and it costs you nothing like all you have nothing. to do yeah all you have to do is just shop on smile.amazon.com set cap for kids as your charity and then literally if you think you'll forget going to smile just install a plugin and it'll redirect you every time do, do something good and if you come out on uh saturday come by the table have a good time have a couple laughs with tyler and i but stop by the the cat for kids table. And then while you're there too, you know what? Dylan and Nick, they can tell you everything you need to know about comics. And I bet if you're super nice and you can pull Martin aside, he will really tell you about comics. In fact, he's kind of shy, but if you get the chance to pick Martin's brain about comics, which I have gotten to do, but I have this nice microphone set up. So I, (laughs) I, I automatically be people that I don't even know, come sit down with me. But if you get a chance to talk to Martin or if you want a chance to talk to Martin, I tell you what, ask me and I might be able to make that happen. We'll see what kind of, I'm going to gauge his mood. I, you know, yeah. not that he's ever in a bad mood. No, he's always But great. I always, he's going to have a lot going on. It's the first free comic book day at Kapow, correct? It might be the second by now. No. Where, have they've only, I think they've been open, haven't they? I think they soft We were open. at the grand opening, Tyler, and that was last year, correct? Yeah. So they Wasn't haven't gone May, through though? a May though. Have they? Maybe they have. I don't, I don't, I think there, it was June, but I think they soft opened for, or maybe they had comic books for something else that were free. I'm not sure. Kapow right now is listening and like, They're why, like, why, why the do hell? we support these guys? <laughs> I, it feels like we've known them forever and it feels like they've been open for such a long time because they treat us like family. And so that's, we're going to continue to support them. So whether this is their first or their hundredth free comic book day, Eric will be dead, but I will be there. I'm I'm happy to be there too. So if you're in Colorado Springs, please stop by the table. In fact, I will even be so bold, unless Tyler is totally giving you the shit eye. If you see an open microphone, sit down. We don't care who you are as long as you can carry on a conversation with us. And we're pretty well versed on on video games, on movies, on pop culture. Uh, you might even get Tyler to talk about some crazy sex stuff, but not on Saturday because that's going to be a PG-13 show <laughs> at Kapow. Yeah, but you can always come over. And you know what? I have some crazy background with some crazy sex stuff. So, <laughs> since, since we're on the topic of crazy sex stuff, let's give a little shout out to Strip Club Massacre. Oh, thank God. I was like, where are you going with this? If I have still have the ability to not let you know where I'm going with a bet that I'm still doing my job. But anyway, we finally got to see the the movie that Tyler and I not only got to visit the set, we know all the cast and crew, <laughs> we know the directors, but we're in the movie and we're in the movie a lot more than I thought we would be. Yeah. In fact, if you know us and you watch the movie, you will have no doubt picking out there's one scene you definitely know, it's me and Tyler. There's one scene, it's definitely Tyler getting his first lap dance on camera and in the final film, which is Bob and Bruce must listen to the show because didn't we say that's the only thing we were like, look, guys, you can cut everything, but please put Tyler's first lap dance on yeah. screen. And it's there. It is. There's also a shot. And this is this is 40 year old Eric talking to you here. But there's a shot between the back of Tyler and my heads. And I've got more hair. Well, 
and that shot shot directly through the two of through us. the two of us. Yeah, it's I was really very happy at, at the back of my head though. I was like, okay, I've still got some hair back there. I don't. And not more hair than more hair than you, but oh yeah, but much I do. more. But so I was I was proud of that. I didn't get to have a lap dance on screen, but I got to have more hair. You know what? Who wins at the end of the day? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. That's a tough call. But if you get a chance, in fact, all of the original run of the they movie sold is sold out. out. They yeah. sold out today. Yep. But it will be on Amazon when this episode launches. No, tomorrow. So the day before this episode launches, you can buy Strip Club Massacre. So- well, no, this episode will launch on Wednesday, and it comes out tomorrow. So I said the day before this episode launches. You said the day before... This episode, tomorrow, yeah, I guess. launches. Yeah. That's a very confusing way to put it. So, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, you can already go to Amazon and buy Strip Club Massacre. Yeah, there you go. That works. I was like, read some be- of the reviews too. The day before tomorrow, like when this episode comes out, will be Thursday. Whatever. <laughs> if you're listening to this, you can buy Strip Club Massacre. So there you go. If you want to see Tyler and my screen debut, if you want to see a well written indie horror flick. It's one thing I can I can tell you. One of my takeaways from the from the film, I, I laughed a couple times. Yeah. Uh, it was really neat seeing the people we got to interact with. Yeah, seeing them in in the actual film. It is what the my favorite review was uh, was that gentleman, and I can't remember the name of his his. I'll I'll look it up and we'll try to tag it when we do this. Oh no, put him on the the short list of people I want on. After I watched his reviews, I went to my notepad immediately and I was like, <laughs> let's get this guy. Yeah, and as he he's hilarious. It, he's great, and as he defined it, it's a core independent horror film. And so, like, you really have to understand that it is going to be an independent horror film, but it is awesome. It is funny. You will laugh, and you'll get to see us on screen for probably the the last time. Unless, uh, actually, though, if Bob does another movie, I'm pretty sure. Not that he has to put us in it, but I'm pretty sure we'll at least get to do media. I think so. I and hope we. I hope we weren't assholes on the set. I don't think we were. I think everyone liked us. I think Aaron Brown, believe it or not, biggest name in the movie, also the nicest to me. Yeah. Totally nice to me. Super nice. I'm not saying anybody blew me off, but Aaron took her time to walk over and talk to me multiple times, and she she did not have to do that. So, Aaron, I I look forward to all of your... uh, all of your work because you've been in like 700 movies and I still haven't had a time to haven't had the time to to watch them all. Wow. Let's stick with horror. Or are you going to keep going on strip club here? Oh, I was just going to say, I know you're always looking forward to work. <laughs> I am. Finally, May the 26th of 2017. Friday. The Friday. 13th. <laughs> Finally, I'm getting so I'm getting two of my big titles in May. That being one of them, I haven't decided what system I'm going to get it on yet, whether that's PS4 or the Xbox One. I will make that decision. You can also get it on Steam, Tyler, if that's what you want. It's going to be the core multiplayer game with all the bells and whistles. There will be single player, but that will not be released until midsummer. It will be free, which I like when companies do that because you know what? They promised this game in Q2. I think they originally said Q1. They went to Q2. They promised us the game. It's baited. It's 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 been played. People have played it, and we're getting we're getting the game. And I don't. This is one of those titles, Tyler. I don't give a shit if all the reviews are ones. I will still drop sixty bucks on launch day because I'm playing Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, and I think it's going to be great. I think they've looked at. There's other games that have come out in this in this formula and in this format now. Um, evolve initially, you know, one v four, the kind of you know hunt and be hunted format, and then Dead by Daylight which does the 1v4 
killer versus survivor. That one's probably a lot closer. And I've watched a lot of that game, and it looks hard to be a survivor. And I think Friday is going to be very similar to that. You need to pick it up on either pick it up on. I'll get it on PS4 if you'll play it. Yeah, I think we may have to do like a a bit crew survival. Oh, uh, let's get Zach to get it. Survival, yeah. That way, you know, he can figure out. Oh no! If you just spam this item a hundred times, you can kill Jason without even touching him. <laughs> yeah, Toma would be someone that I want on my team for most video games because he will find the most cheese dicky way <laughs> to just beat whatever it is we're playing. So. I know Hot Wheels is coming out Friday. You haven't even mentioned yet. You've got a big title coming out this week, don't you? Oh, my God. I sent back Nier Automata, and uh, and I'm really hoping that Gamefly gets it here when it's released this Friday. Like, When did you put Nier in the mailbox? Last Friday. Um, I'm going to say no. <laughs> I know. I wish it would be. I may have to wait till next week, but you're absolutely right. Prey is coming out, and I am stoked. I have seen some reviews of the small demo that they had, and they were just raving about it, and I hope that the whole game just matches the whole hype that I have for it because, I don't know, besides me and some other people, there's not a whole lot of hype for it. I sent back Mass Effect Andromeda in hopes in getting it soon, not on launch day because yeah. Forza's going to come out. Sure. And I, and I know I'll be playing that this weekend. I mean, Hot Wheels. Dude, <laughs> I was so glad you hadn't heard that news yet because the first person I thought of was your son. Yeah. I was like, I cannot wait to sit Titus down and be like, okay, try this. And he'll be here on Friday if it comes out. Awesome. We'll tell him he's got, a, he's got plans with Unky E. <laughs> I will. <laughs> And he will be down because that's, if you look around our house, most of the days, there are at least 20 to 50 Hot Wheels (laughs) sporadically throughout the house. Parents complain about stepping on Legos. If you've never stepped on a Hot Wheel on a wood floor and like had it cause you to to lose a little bit of balance, I don't think you've really been a parent. (laughs) You ever seen those cartoons where it's like wacky and they step on a banana peel or something and they slide across it's basically that like you could you can travel a foot or so before you catch yourself it's it, you definitely have like a home alone moment yeah absolutely may 16th and by the way this is the last month until fall that we're getting three major titles it, it looks very scant and we'll talk about that in a little bit injustice 2 yeah and i'm excited for that there was another game that's coming out on the 16th that I had heard nothing about until just now. And so now I'm really worried about if it's going to be decent. But let's talk about Injustice for a second because do you know what characters they have? I don't. You know what, Tyler? I uh, I came prepared tonight. <laughs> so I'm not going to mention any characters that we've already seen in okay. the Injustice universe, but I do have here a list of characters we have not seen. That looks like a long list, Eve, from over here. It is a long list, and there are a couple I have questions about. One in particular. Now, I did get this list off of Wikipedia. Okay. So one of these, I'm pretty sure, was in Injustice 1. Okay. And I'll... I'll oh, no, what? No. It's they not. Okay. They kind of were, and I'll explain in a second. But how about I just run through the list? Yeah. And you can give me reactions. Okay. Uh I've never heard of the first person. Atrocitus. I assume that's a villain. Atrocitus. 
Oh, Atrocitus. Oh, Atrocitus, sorry. Yeah. That'll be sweet. Who who is that? Atrocitus is it is a villain and it's a uh, a Superman villain. So kind of and and I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of the right person. Um if you think along the lines of like doomsday, that's kind of who you're going to get with atrocities. Okay. Yeah. So that's the only one I did not recognize. So thank you for your DC knowledge there and pronunciation. Cause obviously I don't even know how to fucking read. <laughs> and again, like I'm not sure I, that's pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's who we're thinking about though. That's how it's spelled. Yeah. It's definitely atrocities. Okay. Uh, black canary. Yeah. Okay. Blue beetle. Ooh, I'm stoked for blue beetle. Brainiac. Okay. Wow. That's weird. Like, how do you do Brainiac? I don't know, but Marvelous Capcom 3 did MODOK. <laughs> so, anything is possible. So, you can do some weird shit. Captain Cold. Okay. Cheetah. Interesting. Gotta have a Wonder Woman villain, right? I like it. Dark Side. Yeah, Dark Side stuff. But only if you pre order. Oh, wow. Well, that's probably gonna be something you can buy. You later. can get later. That's what yeah. I told Doug, but he didn't believe me. Well, they always do it that way. Like, why would they ever bar someone? Like, if you didn't pre-order, you can never get this. Like, Eventually, they usually let you have it. Yeah. Deadshot. Nice. Dr. Fate. Wow. Really digging deep there. I'm stoked for Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate is tight. Firestorm. Okay. Gorilla Grodd. Neat. Ivy. Okay. Robin. Which Robin? I well, that's who. That's the one I thought was doubled up, but I I think in Injustice One it was Nightwing. I think it was Nightwing. Too. I don't think it was Robin. Maybe there was a Robin skin. Yeah, but no, this is actually Robin. And as far as which Robin it is, don't quote me on this, Tyler. But I think it's Damian Wayne. Robin, maybe that was would, he Robin? He was Robin. Yeah, until they killed him. <laughs> I don't know what continuity isn't injustice. It's own. It's its own continuity. Continuity. So, yeah. so I don't know what Robin is. It might no. be Dick Grayson. See, it could be Dick Grayson. It could be Jason Todd. Or it could be um, Tim Drake. Tim Drake. And in fact, it might be Tim Drake because I'm pretty sure Nightwing in this universe is Dick Grayson, right? Yeah. And yeah, I think that's why you were thinking of it. But I'm pretty sure that's true from the first one is Dick Grayson. Scarecrow. That should be neat. Supergirl. Okay. And Swamp Thing. Uh, Swamp Thing is so OP. (laughs) Now, on top of this, there's also characters that we've already seen in the Injustice universe, as well as nine downloadable characters that will be coming. Ed Boon, it's a shit ton, right? That's a fat lineup. That's for a fighting game. That is huge. And you know, one thing I like about fighting games, it's and NetherRealm does it well, is yeah. they have a large roster that you can mess around with. I like that. Um, Ed Boon has said that Scorpion in Injustice 1 was the most downloaded bonus character. So I think it's fair to say we can expect to see another crossover with the Mortal Kombat universe. Oh my God, I was so wrong about who Atrocitus was. Oh really, who is he? He's the leader of the Red Lanterns. God, I feel so dumb. Not as dumb as I do for not being able to even pronounce it. <laughs> Atrocitus is really cool. And uh, if if you do get the chance to read some of the, even though New 52 isn't a thing, they had a whole Red Lanterns run. And it's neat. It's interesting to see because Atrocitus thinks he's doing right by trying to um, 
keep the Red Lanterns alive. So he he's a cool character, and honestly, like the whole Green Lantern universe is is super neat. Well, we'll be playing that in a, in a couple weeks because that is one I will definitely have on launch day. That and Friday the Thirteenth are my two of my most anticipated titles of of this year. After that, man, we are not getting much. Uh, now I have heard. And you probably haven't downloaded this yet, but I've heard Mario Kart 8 on the Switch is amazing. And that they really added enough to make it worth repurchasing. One thing they added that's very interesting to me, dual item mechanic, which I love, which means you can have an item in storage and you can switch it. That was something that... It's in one of the games. I think they added that in Double Dash for the GameCube. Because I don't think they had that for 64. They all run together to me. To be fair, it's the same game. Double Dash was the only one that was really weird because you had like a driver and then you had like... Somebody was throwing items because you could play four players and one person could drive and the other person could item. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with Double Dash. It was really cool. It was just... It was weird coming from, you know, straight from N64. And also in 64, four controller ports on the front. Yeah. Very rare, I think, for a console, correct? In 64, GameCube had it. Had GameCube. It? I guess with Switch, did you the, can have as many controllers as you want. Did the original Xbox have it? No. The original Xbox is two ports. PlayStation is two ports. Yeah, I know PlayStation are, because you always had to have that weird... Uh, did Xbox have four? <sighs> I think Xbox might have had four. God, I love that we do podcasts about this stuff and we don't know <laughs> jack shit. Yeah, it had to have had four because that's... For Halo Land parties? When we, yeah, when we land Halo Land parties, we would always plug in. And I know we didn't have any extra equipment for that because we would just, like you and I always say, throw your stuff in a chair and roll it up a hill. And <laughs> No, and the Xbox was designed with... Mo- in-room multiplayer in mind yeah that's why they had the breakaway controller cables that's why they had a lot of this stuff Mm -hmm. i don't know who they talked to to design the original xbox controller because jesus that thing was an abomination the bread box it was just fucking huge dude my hands like if anything gave me arthritis it's not typing at my job all day it's fucking the original xbox controllers but besides mario kart which came out friday so you can get it now if you have a switch the only two games that stuck out to me uh tekken 7 comes out in june okay yeah i'll run it yeah i think so i i mean come on it's am i really excited about a new tekken game that doesn't really look like they're doing anything new with it no but i'm sure the fighting game community is going to be all over it yeah but there are certain games that are just gaining more popularity than like tekken's not as huge as it used to be street fighter's big marvel should be big again and smash that doesn't come out until august right Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Infinite, which looks cool. Really good. Yeah, have you seen the new trailers with uh, Ultron Infinite? Is it... No, it's Ultron Omega? Ultron Alpha? I've seen it. Ultron something. Yeah, looks interesting. He gets all the Infinity Stones. I think they're going to try to do like a weird uh, Marvel superheroes style game with it. But it does look super cool. And then the other one, I don't know what this is, if it's an expansion or a brand new game, but Elder Scrolls Online Morrowind? Yeah, so it's an expansion to Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, So it's going to play the same way as Elder Scrolls Online does. It is an MMO. 
Uh, but they're just unlocking the continent of Morrowind and putting in new quests and extra levels and things like that. So, Okay, so I'm not really... I'm getting my game fix in May. So yeah. I'll have Injustice. I'll have Friday the 13th. I know I'll play Prey. So that's three titles Yeah, I'll play. And then I'm going to get back to... Uh, Back to Breath of the Wild, and I'm going to get back to um, Horizon. Yeah, there's a lot of catch-up to do in that downtime because we have had such a stellar first couple months that, like, I haven't finished Persona, Horizon, Nier, Prey as soon as it comes out. Like, I have so many games that I've got to play that I'm not upset about the lull that we're going to have for a couple months how far are you in persona and can you give an initial review or would you prefer to wait until you're a little bit i i think i would like to get a little bit further but i'll give you kind of like a first impression so i'm only in game a month in so the game takes place like all other persona games uh, at least three and four over the uh the span of a year um where you go to school for a year and uh, you have so many events happen, and if you don't finish it through the year, it's game over, and you have to restart. So, well, or load up your last save, of course. They're not as unforgiving as some games are. But to that point, if you haven't done so many things by the time, you're probably still not going to get to finish it. And so I've only completed a month, and I've beaten one boss, and so far it is shaping up to probably be and it's so hard for me to say this because three was one of my favorite games of all time but it's shaping up to be one of the best persona games ever released and i and i really think that it might take over three for me but i i I don't want to go that far yet to me that's like telling me it's the best country album (laughs) no no one likes country no but people do (laughs) I'm well, glad you're enjoying it. I um, yeah. I've heard it described to me. I hear a lot of people are, are really getting into it. I was uh, I got to see Doug beat Breath of the Wild this weekend with the true nice. ending. Oh wow, uh, which was really uh, cool. And you should see he has all 120 shrines. Holy fuck! Yeah, how much did Doug play that game? A lot. Um, I don't know if he has an hour count, but I got to kind of see what his character had and all the stuff he was able to do. So I kind of got a taste of what I can look forward to about 40, 50 hours into the game, maybe more. I think more because I put a fair amount of time. I beat that game in the first week and I made it through a third of the shrines and I finished all the a lot of the extra stuff, most of the side missions and things like that. I don't think you finished most of the side missions because and let me tell you why. I'll take a screenshot of what Doug's screen looked like. Side missions, 27 out of 80-something is what he had. So I don't think you've scratched the fucking surface. No offense. Uh, I don't think you've scratched the surface. I'll have to see. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I think I finished at least that many. So I don't know. Either way, the point is I put a bunch of time into it in the first week. and, uh, And just thinking about how much time I put in to get a third of the way through of like the shrines and stuff, you have to walk around and find these shrines. Granted, you can teleport to them and you can, if you're not looking at a guide, it's going to take you a long time. Well, some of the shrines I've ran into, you have to complete a series of side quests before the shrine even appears. Right. And most of those ones where you have to complete a series of side missions, 
at least when you walk into them, they're like, hey, for f- completing all this stuff, boom, you just get the orb and that's it. I'm looking forward to getting back into the back into the game. I'm enjoying Horizon though, and I think I'll finish Horizon first. I'm yeah. having a lot of fun with Horizon Zero Dawn. And you didn't even beat Breath of the Wild. I don't even have the Master Sword, dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because you and Toma took off to do that. I have more shrines than I think both of you. Maybe not Toma, definitely you. Well, yeah, because I only completed 40 by the time I finished the game. Right. I I played a different... I've completed 40, and I don't even have the Master Sword yet. Yeah, I know. That's fair. But I completed 40, got the Master Sword, did all four temples, and beat the game. No, you know. I mean, that's that's great. <laughs> I, I play other stuff, too. And, yeah, you've put a lot of time into specifically Horizon, and it looks really good. And for the fact that it's engaging you so intensely... It must be a really great game. It, the story is great. Um, I discover a lot of stuff about it. It has the same exploratory. It's very similar to Breath of the Wild, believe it or not. It has a very similar elements to it. Breath of the Wild does some things better. Horizon does some things better. But they're both great games. In fact, if, if you have a PlayStation 4 and you're not playing Horizon, I don't know what you're doing. If you have a Switch or a Wii U and you're not playing Breath of the Wild, I don't know what you're doing. And if you have an Xbox, go play Hot Wheels this weekend, man. <laughs> I'm so stoked for Hot Wheels. I can't wait to I can't wait to play it. I really cannot wait to play it. Let's uh let's wrap unless you have anything else you want to talk about. I think I have Oh. Here's one thing I can't believe you didn't bring up. Okay. 70 million players, Hearthstone, not oh, too Hearthstone. bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. 70 million players. That's 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 a that's a chunky community. That's a really big community. So you can't really discount it at that point. If you look at, I think the most subscribers that World of Warcraft ever had was something ridiculous like 12 or 20 million or something. Uh, subscribers. Like to be full. fair, you can't play Warcraft on your phone, but that doesn't diminish the success that Blizzard's had with, with their game. And yeah. I don't see them slowing down. Anytime soon, I don't see the Hearthstone community, based on what I see around my own house, slowing down anytime soon. Everyone I've met that plays Hearthstone, whereas it's not my style of game, even though haters, I have fucking played it. So get off my jock, Sleepy Reef for life. (laughs) That's okay if it's not your game. You know, quick shout out. I don't think he listens, but one of our players who, when BitFaced ran Hearthstone tournaments, uh, Mike, um, a.k.a. Primitive is his handle, went to DreamHack Austin was technically two wins away from making top 16. And the three people that he lost to were top four, top eight, and top 16. So he did really well. So congrats to him. Good job, Mike. Yeah. That's that's great. I've met Mike. He's a super nice guy. Super chill dude. Anything to, to end with? I've got, I've got two other fun facts for the week, and then I think we can, uh, <laughs> we can get out of here. I have one bit of news that... Uh, is going to drop Wednesday that I hope no one else gets to before this. But um, I, if you don't know about Hot Wheels, I know you don't know my last bit of news. The only thing that I think I've read recently that's it's kind of interesting to me, maybe it goes a little bit along with uh, Millennial G.I. Joes, but um, Call of Duty World War II is going to have female soldiers, which is weird to me because in World War II, we did not have female soldiers. So... Why pick that particular one <laughs> to put female soldiers into? It's kind of weird to me. I haven't watched the trailer uh, The trailer yet. Did you watch it? 
I haven't yet. Because that's how much I care. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. It's not something I'm going to pick up. I haven't picked up. The last Call of Duty looked cool, Infinite Warfare. I still didn't pick it up. I, I rented it and played through the campaign, and it was a lot of fun. I think I've talked about it on the cast, how it was one of the surprising surprising titles for me Yeah, uh, last year. And it's kind of my return to the Call of Duty series. I'm not going to be one of those people that shits all over Call of Duty. We do enough of that on the podcast. And sure. God, Rebecca certainly does plenty of it when she sits down <laughs> to talk to us about video games. Uh, which she will be doing Saturday. Yeah. Um. So, Korean website leaked today. We're getting Mega Man Legacy Collection two with supposedly this is all rumor seven through ten in it. That's pretty exciting. Now, I have never played seven or eight. I've played nine and ten all the way through. I've never played seven or eight. A lot of people are thinking though that it's not only going to be seven through ten. But they're going to drop a couple of the X titles. That would make in there sense too. Yeah. Or maybe they do a whole X collection because the first Mega Man collection had six games in it. This only is going to have four. That's kind of weak. So maybe it's going to be lower priced. Why wouldn't they just do it as an expansion for Mega Man Legacy Collection? I'm not sure. But as a big fan of Mega Man, I was excited to hear this. And you know, maybe they are doing it as just an expansion of Legacy. Who knows? We uh, we might see it as just you know pay and then append to the Legacy Collection. I would like to see that, but you know, whatever way we see it, we get more Mega Man. So, all right. Well, then I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap here. Another thing, you guys, if you're not at Kapow on May the sixth, and that is when Free Comic Day is, right? Correct. That is also World Naked Gardening Day. So if you've got some gardening to do around the neighborhood, hell, if you want to come by my house and garden, you're welcome to do it naked. I'm totally down with that. Gardening naked. Garden at Night, two of my favorite things in the world. This will probably be the last hostful this year. I know it's only May, <laughs> but I know what our schedule looks like for the rest of the year, or at least for the next three months. And this probably is going to be the last time. It's just Tyler and I in the Bit Cave, old school style, before we get to episode 100. <laughs> I just noticed that you threw on a scarf to do this whole episode with. I did. Uh, and, and anytime I throw on a scarf in the Bit Cave, it is a tribute to one of my favorite people, a fan of ours, and we're also a big fan of his now, Adam Gumbert. If you're not checking out his podcast, please uh, please do that. We've linked to it a, a bunch of times, but please check it out. The Mike Kings. The Mike Kings. In fact, uh, if you listen to us, you listen to the Bit Kings, and Adam was on there and was very generous and very nice and very hilarious, and we're, uh, we're both big fans. So anytime I throw in a scarf when we're in the Bit Cave, That's that is fine. because I'm thinking about, you know what? Adam's listening to this episode, and it, it probably needs to be half decent. I need to I need to bring out snobby Eric. Across the table from me, the only person across the table from me, what might be the last time in a while, but it's okay. It's nice to take a break from the guests, isn't it? It's nice to take a break from all the... This was a lot of fun. I hope you had fun. I had fun. I did. We learned about a lot of new stuff that's happening, current event style. You know, Tyler, Run TRG, Glaze, the chairman of the soundboards, bringing it to the bit cave like no one else can make sure pick up strip club massacre just so you can ct get a lap dance it's worth it for that scene alone i am eric g hollis and we are gardening naked